0: Everybody, hello and welcome to this week's edition of Megan Fun of Sports. Today is June 29th. We are at the end of June. I am Megan Connolly, joined as always by Megan Gailey. Megan, happy 4th of July week. We won't be able to see the listeners um, or hear, you know, they won't be able to hear from us for a week since we are taking next week off for the holiday.
1: I love 4th of July. I love listeners. (laughs) Um, It's honestly one of my favorite holidays. We're going to get more into that at the end to let you guys know what we're going to be up to, what we're going to be eating, who we're going to be seeing Um, but Megan, truly, I don't know where you are. Are you back home? I
0: am home in Orlando, Florida. I made it. I arrived. I was telling Eddie earlier that this week marks 52 straight weeks of travel for me. For work, not for pleasure, for work. Um, and I took 237 flights this year. And just the last... Three weeks have been hell on earth. I know yeah. all of the listeners know how terrible travel is. I just want to emphasize, if you don't have to travel, don't. Stay home. Because last night, I got stuck in Charlotte. And every hotel within a 15-mile radius, completely booked. I slept in a hostel in the airport. They actually have those. I didn't know that.
1: I, I didn't either. When you sent it, I was like, oh. Because I know there's, like, pods now yes. um, that you can get that at our at our... That are at O'Hare that I'm always like, people have sex in those, right? <laughs> they that's have what to, right? That's what I'd be doing. If I, <laughs> well, if I was having an extra, high- if I was having an extra extramarital affair, yes. as I record this from my husband's office, I would fly to O'Hare, get one of those pods, have sex in the pod, and then fly home.
0: Well, it's a lot more realistic than the Mile High Club. Yeah. And a lot yeah. more sanitary. Yeah, and then you
1: can get a Chicago dog and be on your merry way.
0: There we go. Uh, so we know how Megan is cheating. If, you would, <laughs> if you're would, if you interested in this, her DMs are going to be open after the show. Ugh. Slide on in. She'll meet you over at O'Hare Airport in one of the pods. And uh, it will be a real fun time. But no, yesterday uh, they have these, these like napping areas in the yeah. airport. And you can pay. Get this. This is ridiculous. Yeah. $40 an hour to sleep in these. Places. It's basically an upgraded jail cell.
1: Yeah, it looked like, when you sent us the little bed, um, it looked like a hospital bed. You know, like, not a hospital bed, like the bed that accompanies the hospital bed. Like what? Um, yes, husbands have to lay on when their wives are in labor um wow $40 an hour you know and we always talk about how expensive the airport is and I think a lot of that is because so much of it is marked up because they're like oh it's business travel you know like you're gonna write off um or you're gonna get an expense that you spent that but it's like okay but what if you're not gonna expense $40 an hour like Can someone rub me for that? Like, I'd like to be rubbed also while that's happening. And I don't even like to be rubbed, but I want my money's worth.
0: They also get you because you're desperate, right? Like, if you need a blanket at the airport, you need it. If you need a pillow at the airport, you really need it. You need headphones, you have to have them. So they can really charge you whatever they want. At the airport, but I did learn a fun lesson. So I finally get into this little hostel. The woman who let me in there was just so wonderful. I'm on the phone calling every hotel nope, no vacancy, nope, no vacancy, nope, no rooms. And I'm like, oh my God. I'm on the phone with my husband. He's calling hotels. He's like, I don't know what to tell you. They are all sold out. So I go to this like minute sleep and they have a sign no available rooms until 7 a.m. And I was like, please just. End my life now, God, please. Just massive heart attack right now. And thankfully, this woman came over and is like, you look exhausted. We have two rooms left. Please don't tell anybody I'm doing this. As I tell our whole podcast that she did this. And she took me over and got me a room I was in the Tar Heel room because it was North Carolina so they named them all different things and she even gave me a wake-up call in the morning (gasps) which was so nice of her she's a hero truly I could have easily missed that flight if it wasn't for her but I the lesson I learned when I got into my hostel they have tv they had like a sound machine which is great because hotels I love and they had a, a little bucket of snacks and they had waters and everything and i was like <laughs> I oh was my gosh say I'm a bucket starving.
1: to pee and poop in
0: <laughs> no they did have a bathroom it was shared they had a bathroom Oh. so i instantly i'm a huge snacker but i like options mm-hmm. so i'll have like one chip from this bag one handful of trail mix from this bag one pretzel from this bag and so i opened three different bags and i'm chowing down because i have not eaten dinner And then I see, like, hidden in the corner, the prices for how much (gasps) all these snacks cost. So I thought they were free. They're not free. So if you find yourself in an airport hostel. Nothing's free. No, the snacks are not free. Um, The water's not free. But, hey, I got a wake-up call. So And made it home. Thank you, Spirit (sighs) Airlines. American wasn't going to get me home till 6 p.m. Spirit got me home at 7
1: a.m. Okay, well, that's interesting because my moron of the week was going to be my own family member, um, who I know doesn't listen to this podcast, who I love dearly. Um, uh, My entire family is coming in next week to um, meet my son and celebrate the fourth. And we woke up to (laughs) one of my family members' itineraries. They had not booked their arriving here Saturday they booked it yesterday this is a f- this is a planned vacation that has been on the books for at least I'd say six to nine months um wow. so they booked five days before they send this <laughs> itinerary there it's spirit airlines okay. uh there's a 53 minute layover oh that's gonna be tight uh, yeah with two children and they're flying out of, no, I live in Northeast Los Angeles. Okay. The tippy top, the farthest north part of Los Angeles you can be in, and it's still be considered Los Angeles, and they are flying out of Orange County. <laughs> I texted, I'm not even going to say which family member it is, because I don't want them to be dragged, and I love them, and so I texted a different family member.
0: Is this the rich Actually, brother?
1: Actually, I didn't even have to. This isn't. Okay, well, because I was going
0: to say the rich brother ain't flying spirits. Both of no my way. brothers
1: do very well. That's okay. what's very shocking. So I didn't even have to text a family member. I woke up. They immediately text me, you know, like we get the itinerary and then immediately the side texting begins and I go, this is the worst itinerary I've ever seen in my life. Like it is, you know, when someone is like, oh, I'm going to Mexico and they have to take like three flights. It always ends up screwing you. Just pay the extra money. So I end up asking this beloved family member, have you ever flown Spirit before? Because it's a tenant of my life that I will never fly Spirit. And I said, have you ever flown Spirit before? And he goes, oh, yeah. Yeah, they treated me great. And this family member is in the military, does serve our country. Thank you very much. And he goes, yeah, last time I flew, they saw that I was military and they gave me everything for free. And so I'm telling my parents this and they go, he'll probably get upgraded to first class knowing his luck. I go, there is no first class. (laughs)
0: There's (laughs) not, but the first three rows (laughs) have a lot of extra room.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And so then I go, and have you ever flown out of Orange? No, I said, I've never flown out of Orange County. And he goes, oh, I have. I don't know. You know what? Then fuck me. OK, you <laughs> he he is at peace with this itinerary. And so I am at peace, too. I'm just shocked he's doing all of
0: this with children. Yeah. The 53 minute layover with two kids stresses me out. Now, if I'm flying solo, which 99 percent of the time I am 53 minute layover, that's where I get really excited. I want to see how much I can accomplish yeah. before boarding that plane well, without and it, missing it.
1: The layover is in Vegas, and he plans on. He said he's gonna gamble. He we can on FanDuel. I'm gonna do one slot. No, because you know how there's like slots in yes. the airport. He said he's gonna ha- he's gonna play a slot.
0: <laughs> oh my god! So I mean,
1: and the kids aren't young. The ki- like my niece, is ten. If anything, okay. she's probably gonna help the process along. You know, like. Mm-hmm. I've obviously disclosed that now it's my brother. I can't be, like, my family member, my family member. Well, you don't
0: have a sister, and we know it's not your parent, So it's one of two brothers. They both do well. It's the one who's not... We refer to one as the rich brother. This is the Uh,
1: other brother who does well, but isn't on the same level as the rich brother. He's going to be the only lawyer on Spirit Airlines. I can (laughs) guarantee that. So, I mean, it's like, he is my moron, but it's also, he's the type of person where things just, like, work out, too. Like, my other brother who has, like like, thought about his itinerary. Everything is, like, you know, thoughtfully constructed. He goes, we're going to get in a day late, I bet. And I'm sure spirit's going to get him there an hour early. Like, that's just, like, how it goes.
0: I was telling Eddie right now, actually, like, the most reliable airlines, they say, whoever they is... FlightAware was like shows you it's this website where you can track where your plane is and whatnot. They show you like which flights have been delayed, what have been canceled, whatever. Spirit and Allegiant have had the least amount of cancellations, <laughs> and it's because those are the airlines where people are like, "No way, I'm not fucking flying that. No, yeah. not doing that today." So then American Delta United fill they in the blank here. They overbook, then one plane gets off track domino just yeah it screws everybody else over
1: um soft mention uh moron of the week for me the first two minutes of this podcast i apologize eddie i had my microphone facing the opposite direction um so you know me too megan who is your moron of the week
0: I'm not going to do anything travel because people are so sick of hearing about this. The only two interesting things about my life right now are one that I run, something people hate hearing about. And two, that I experience a lot of travel issues, another thing people hate to hear about. <laughs> so when I arrive anywhere, people are like, oh, God, when is she leaving? <laughs> like It's just I know it. People see me coming and they're like that fucking runner girl who travels. And that's all she talks about. I hate her. I um, enjoy it. So, mine is actually, it is going to be about running, my moron of the week. Whenever, you know how when you're on a boat and there's boat etiquette? This is yes. perfectly timely yeah. because people are going to be on the boat, on boats because it's the summer. Um, boat etiquette, like you wave, you know, you do <clears throat> your little boat wave to everybody. Everybody's friendly I'm on a,
1: a boat. big boat wafer. And if a boat does not wave at me, I curse them to death.
0: It is part of being on a boat. When another boat passes you, you give them the boat wave we're on a boat we're having a great time right Let's we wave. wave at others so there is also something like the jogger wave like if you're out jogging through the neighborhood and you see another person out jogging in the neighborhood or walking their dog in the neighborhood you give them a little like not not an over committed wave, an like, acknowledgement you're not, yeah you're not like really waving like excited but just a little like, hand Hello, gesture. What's up? like even a head nod hey. yeah like what's up you know we're out here um, now there are rules on this. If you're on like a running path or a biking path, and there's a lot of people, no wave because yeah, it's just too, too many. Ma- You'll be waving it gets all the time. Overdone. Unless you're out there really early, like obnoxiously early, where you're showing off, and then you see someone else who's out there super early, give them a little wave. Like, hey, hey psycho, I'm early? a psycho
1: too. Yeah, mm-hmm. what's
0: up? So I am <clears throat> running the other day in Orlando, Florida, not on a running path through a neighborhood. I must have seen six people and only one of them gave me the little wave. And that pisses me off. Like, we're out here working on our fitness. It's 90 degrees and really humid. The little wave goes a long way. And then when people don't give me the wave back, I feel like a creep. Um, I have been running in a tube top, as I've mentioned on this show. But you're a very hot
1: blonde woman. So, like, if people aren't waving at you, who the fuck are they waving at?
0: Oh, I think they might be, like, uncomfortable because I'm in this tube top, but just give me a wave, all right? A little runner wave. Thank you very much. So, you morons that don't wave and others who give you the gentle gesture while boating, running, biking, or walking, you're all morons. Give us a wave.
1: Wave. Be nice. They say that, like, right now because of just... I think morale as a whole is down, that people are acting out, like toddlers, and I try and make friends a lot of places. I made so many friends at the grocery store yesterday. An older man, he goes, with your mask on, I can still tell you're smiling, and I said, yes, it's called smizing, and he goes, I love it. You know, it's like, it's just, it takes nothing to say good morning, and I just, I love to chat with strangers, too, so... It, there's going to be a lot of travel, a lot of people out and about, driving, gas prices, blah, 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 blah. Just try and be friendly. It, it really is helpful. And think, Megan, it got you a place to sleep last night because, because you are a friendly person. Um, I do have to say I did consider, like, yesterday
0: during my travel woes, I thought to myself, you know what I miss? Lockdown. <laughs> like, when everybody uh, was locked
1: down. Oh, For yeah, just a the moment.
0: traffic... Yeah, yeah, I was like
1: I thought you're I thought you were gonna say you considered whoring your body out for a place to stay. And it's like, yeah, we've all been there. Yeah. Um have. Eddie, do you have a, a moron on the week?
2: Well, I could have one of my travel guests. Uh, <laughs> this is posture it. it just is it's so all like- as I was like a travel <laughs> podcast. But uh, I will say, and I know I said this recently about the Knicks and they did it on draft night with the bad trade. Uh, getting just nothing back in return to clear casters. They did another one now. Last night, Nerlens Noel, Alec Burks. You know, two players. Who, uh, Burks contributed a little bit more than Nerlens Noel did. <laughs> Obviously, Noel was a top pick years back. But they're trying to clear cap space for Jalen Brunson, and I guess now they're also in the mix in Dejounte Murray, which is something that you guys may get into after. But to me, again, it's like we've seen the Knicks try so many different routes. And I don't know how you expect the, the fans to get excited. So let's just say best case scenario, they sign Jalen Brunson. They can com- they compete for what a seven, seven eight nine seed. They get bounced in the first rounds, like best case scenario. So it's like all all this for a, a team that's barely competitive. And to me, it's just like no matter who they bring in the the, the front office, no matter what players they go after, if they try to build the draft, try to build through free agency, it always leads back to one thing, and that's just the Knicks being terrible. So their front office, they get my my label as uh, the moron of the week.
0: I love Eddie. Because as our producer, he gets us back on track. He was like, all right, girls. It's uh, It's Megan for Sports. And you spent the first 15 minutes... Talking about travel and um, nonsense. So this is actually great that Eddie gets us back on track. Thank you, Eddie. And that brings us to NBA Free Agency.
1: Wait, we have a new segment this week.
0: Oh, we do. And then we have we're going to get segment. to NBA Free Agency. Because
1: here's the thing. we're I'm being like, we need to be friendly. And we call people morons for the first ten yeah. minutes of the show. <laughs> so this week, we wanted to do a new segment. I don't know if it'll continue. Because we are going to have to rise to the... Cons- the occasion, we are going to be giving out Megan's mensch of the week um, to some people that we appreciate. Um, Now, obviously, reproductive rights in this country of ours are very much under attack uh, with Roe v. Wade being overturned last week. And so we wanted to give a special shout out to the male athletes, the female athletes always doing what they need to. I mean, The WNBA, no one is a better activist. They go so above and beyond. So we thought we'd give a shout out to some of the male athletes that include um, LeBron, Listen, he retweeted Obama. It's the bare minimum, but we do appreciate that. Joe Burrow also, bare minimum, sharing the tweet, but sharing a post, but thank you. Austin Rivers tweeted about it. Liam Hendricks of, the, of your White Sox. Of my White went, Sox, yes. Went off during an interview. Mm-hmm. Um, Josh Hart uh, of the Trailblazers tweeted that he was so sorry for the women of this country. And then maybe my personal favorite, Stan Van Gundy. He's oh, pissed. Yeah. He's pissed. He said this ain't right. Um, and so obviously, um I, I know Steve Kerr and Pop can also be counted in this category of of men rising to the occasion. So those are our menches of the week. I'd love to see some abortion is healthcare shirts being worn by male athletes in the coming months. I think that would um that would really mean a lot to us.
0: We could see that maybe in like entrances for NFL when that comes
1: back. <clears throat> I I I would the player love that.
0: walk-ins when they all yes. walk through. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that would be that would be good. I, I appreciate that they're using their platforms. I understand that you know different companies, corporations, whatever they monitor what people can and cannot say. Yeah. But I do like that people use their individual platforms to express themselves. As also, what they're t- doing.
1: Yeah, tough update. Brittany Griner, um, we're maybe the only podcast that covers Brittany Griner every week. That's um, but it. We are the that only is, one. Yeah, that is maybe the reason that she's still not home. She is set to begin trial in Moscow um, yes. starting Friday, July 1st, um, and she is facing 10 years in prison. And we have seen, like, the first photographs of her since the detainment, and it's just so heartbreaking and terrifying and really shows that this could happen to any anybody. citizen yes. um and she think if this was happening to you or me they'd be throwing away the key you know like yeah this is a famous athlete probably the top five most famous female basketball players and we cannot get her back so our thoughts are are with her we want Brittany back more than anybody we really do, and
0: the other thing is, like, for all the people out there who are like, "Well, she shouldn't have carried weed in." We don't even know shut if up. she had it. We don't even know. Shut yeah, up. also you just
1: fucking dork.
0: Um, okay, before we get to NBA free agency, <clears throat> another um, kind of sad update: Serena lost at Wimbledon, first round, first round, first round. Um, based on her Instagram post, it seemed like she still. Had fun, and yes. I'm not one to stay. Like you know, well, at least they had fun out there. But when you're one of the greatest ever, 23-time Grand Slam champ, Serena, it's okay. I'm glad that you had fun. I'm bummed that you lost because I, yeah. I think this, this is it, right? I mean, she's not going to retire, but I think this <coughs> is. This I don't was...
1: know, and and this is this is more injury based than I think it is um, becoming a mom based. Mm-hmm. But I do like. When I saw that she lost, I was so sad. Especially sad because it's like, I just love watching her. And Mm -hmm. I think she makes um, Wimbledon better. And then the top-ranking female Brit lost today, too. So it's like, ooh, a lot of the fan favorites are... You know, it obviously opens it up for others, but it's sort of like... Yeah, it's like you want to see the tigers of the world. You want to see the Serenas at Wimbledon. And then when I saw her post, I go, you know what? I really relate to this. Because she's like, that wasn't... That wasn't what I wanted, but boy, was that fun. <laughs> I'm like, that's honestly how I feel about kind of life in general right now. <laughs> like, it's like when I'm doing stand up, I'm like, listen, that wasn't the best I've ever done, but I'm happy to be out of my house. And it's like, that's just like the attitude of moms, probably. Like, this is, thanks for inviting us.
0: <laughs> thanks for having me today. <clears throat> It is a little bit of a bummer, and I'm very happy that Serena is at a point in her career where she's still having fun. I think that's wonderful. Um, I It almost seems to me like that, uh, I don't want to say that she doesn't want to win anymore because obviously she does. I just think she's entered a different portion of her career where winning is nice, but it's not always about winning anymore, whereas once it used to be just about winning. Yeah. So... We're happy for Serena as she transitions to this new phase of life, new phase of her career. We're glad she's having fun. It's always good to see a woman like her still competing. I mean, she's yeah. old for tennis
1: age. Ancient. I don't know why I said that. Ancient. That was so mean. I'm ancient for LA. I think that's probably what I was reflecting. <laughs> that was projection on my part. Okay, um, yes. NBA free agency. Kyrie Irving
0: was the big news. Sadly, he is not coming to LA. Is your husband okay?
1: Um, It's just funny. Yeah, he's okay. It's just it's it's funny to watch um, Kyrie interact with everybody. I I think NBA free agency as a whole. I mean, people really. It's truly like orphans writing a Christmas list and being like, "Yeah, let's hope." Sure, you're gonna get it all. You're gonna get it all. Yep, you're gonna get Michael Jordan. He's coming back in his prime.
0: You know, NBA free agency. Anything can happen. My favorite part of this Kyrie news: he decided that he is opting in to the Brooklyn Nets for his 37 million dollar player option for the 22 23 (sighs) season, and he announced it by posting this quote: Quote. (laughs) "Normal people keep the world going." But those who dare to be different lead us into tomorrow. I've made uh, my decision to opt in. See you in the fall. A 1111.
1: First of all, I, like normal people keep the world running to me sounds like a compliment. Because if the whole world was Kyrie's, it'd be over. <laughs> like the world <laughs> done by now. Goodbye.
0: I agree. And the, <clears throat> the quote just really showed how far gone he is.
1: I know, and the thing I—he—he he honestly kind of tickles me because he's like so. It's—it's it's almost like Kenny Powers-esque. Like he is so in his own world, and truly like the the Wizard of Oz of his own Oz. That you're just like Kyrie, yeah, you know, like. That, that's the quote you give for opting into a contract? That's not... Opting into a contract is actually the normal thing to do. You didn't even do a weird... The abnormal thing would have been like, I'm leaving basketball to go build wells in Africa. Or even I'm going to the Lakers and taking less money. Like He's like, I'm taking the max amount of money I could, and that's why I'm changing the world. And it's like, okay, Kyrie, whatever, dog, Sure.
0: He's ridiculous. <laughs> and the thing about Kyrie is he hasn't even played that much throughout the last two seasons. He's played less than half of the games in the last two NBA seasons, but when he is on the floor, he's so good that he can pretty much go somewhere at any time. Like some team is going to have him. There are a couple of teams that are like, you know what we tried, we're done. Celtics are one of them. I think other teams look at him like, Oh God, what a mess. We don't want to deal with that on our team. Um, But I guess when you're really good at something, it, People always want to, right?
1: Yeah, and it's like, I say, Lord, grant me the confidence that Kyrie Irving has. I'd love that.
0: Just a little sprinkle of it.
1: Yeah, yeah, because you don't want to go full delusion. I just want to be
0: a little aloof, (coughs) like just just a dash of Kyrie Irving. God love him. (laughs) All right, and other news around the NBA. Obviously, Eddie is very frustrated with his (laughs) Knicks. We talked about that early on. Jalen Brunson is not a player that deserves a max deal, but it looks like he's going to get it in New York. And maybe Jalen
1: Brown, you know, like there's it's like you're almost kind of the person I thought you were going to be.
0: But I mean, Brunson's a good player, not a max deal type of player. My favorite NBA news of the week is that Shaq said on his podcast that he wants to save the magic by buying them. Obviously, I live in Orlando, so this makes me very excited. I also love a good Shaq bomb. And the thing that made me laugh about this statement he made was about two days before he was going back and forth on social media with Kevin Durant. And Kevin Durant was saying, oh, Shaq, you're just jealous because we all made we are all making more money than you made. And um, relax, you're a billionaire. And Shaq comes out and says that he's poor. And that Kevin Durant doesn't even know any of this. And then two days later on his podcast, he says that he's going to buy the magic. So I don't really understand how those two things correlate because you can't own a sports team while you're poor.
1: Well, I mean, Shaq is my favorite comedian. Um, Shaq and Charles Barkley, if they did a stand-up tour, I would be front row at every show. They truly crack me up. Um, I think Shaq probably had to give away a lot of money in his divorce. Yeah. Um, and then his, his ex-wife created Basketball Wives that, like, and so Mm -hmm. I believe she's an executive producer, and that show has had, like, spinoffs. Like, there's been probably 15 seasons of it, so, like, Mm -hmm. she's making good money on her own. Um, I have to imagine, I mean... I guess, I guess I could buy maybe Shaq being broke in the sense that he's in those general commercials. Um, but he's really good in them. So it's like, I, I feel like Shaq does commercials for the passion of acting. Well, I also would just money. like
0: to experience being Shaq broke because I know what broke is. Like, I've been really broke before in my life. And for Shaq to say he's broke, I just don't think it's the same. I don't think we have the same definition of broke.
1: No, you he... would have to be a millionaire just to be able to eat like enough to keep his body going. Um, I hope he buys the magic. I think that would be so fun. I want there to be more black owners and more, uh, former player owners. I think LeBron definitely wants to own a franchise. Obviously, uh, Michael Jordan, Probably the goat basketball player, not the goat owner. Um, so it would be nice for I think Peyton probably wants to own a franchise at some point. Like Brady players, does, maybe. <clears throat> yeah, he players the dolphins allegedly. Players owning franchises, I think, is good, and I think athletes would want to play for those franchises unless it's like a full blown psychopath. But yeah, Shack owning the Magic seems like a great idea. They should I honestly just give it to him. Kyrie should stay out of ownership um, for what if he worth. wants to own like a soccer team. I could see that maybe working.
0: Yeah, that would work. But I think, you know, stay away from the larger professional sports franchises. They should give <coughs> the magic to Shaq, though. Just I agree with you. They've been struggling for ever, basically, since Shaq left. And let me tell you something. Orlando is not a terrible free agency destination. I've spent some time here. The city's grown on me. There's much more to offer than just Disney World and now they have exciting young players. I think some free agents should start to consider.
1: I will volunteer to show you around Winter Park. That's the spot you want to be. Okay. I mean first time I ever went to a Hooters was in Orlando and there you go. I feel like I remember the girls being cute. Hooters wings are
0: underrated.
1: My husband and his best friend love Hooters. Like, go to Hooters as much as they possibly can. My son is going to be out of Hooters before he's a year old.
0: I was out of Hooters as a kid because my dad also, this sounds so creepy, I don't even know why I'm saying this, but my my parents both liked Hooters, and so we would go to get the wings. My sister has ringlet curl hairs. I used to always pick up the fries and go, ew, Melissa, it's your hair! Um, Yeah, but anyways, we were um, regulars at Hooters, which is, is a very weird thing to admit on this podcast.
1: My, my, my family, including my husband and me, we were uh, upset when the Hooters in Burbank closed and it was like a tough Hooters too. Like one of those where you go in the bathroom and the floor is always just sopping wet or there's like standing water and you're like, oh good. And like out here in the Valley, those Hooters girls, they nice.
0: Yeah. Uh, Listen, those wings over B-dubs any day. Yeah. No, Hooters wings are very good big fan big
1: okay fan. so that's feminism being able to go yeah hooters is good and i'll take my fucking baby there
0: yeah all right um shall we move on to should we take a break yeah let's take <laughs> I like come a break
1: what if we took a break Isn't let's a take a idea? quick
0: little break after talking about hooters and we'll come back and talk about the nfl All right, we are back, and there is outrage in the NFL, a huge scandal going on right now, and it's all because all of these players are jealous of our favorite quarterback, Jimmy Garoppolo. News Mm -hmm. broke this week that Julian Edelman is running his mouth, saying that Jimmy Garoppolo is soft, he won't play through injuries. Martellus Bennett said the same thing, said the team was upset with him. I just refuse to believe this about my Sweet boy, Jimmy Garoppolo. And Megan, you were the one who brought it up yesterday in our text that the only reason this is happening is because they're jealous of him because he's way hotter than everyone in the league.
1: They are haters. Um, I think that's why he was traded away from the Patriots because Tom Brady could not handle not being the hottest person in the locker room. Mm -hmm. Um, And so whenever there's criticism of Jimmy G, I like to just chalk it up to, you guys are jealous. And here's the thing. I think... That, you know, when like a woman is really hot and yeah. like women, other women are able to be like, she's hot. Yes. And like, we're constantly being accused of being jealous of things. And I'm a jealous person. And sometimes I'm being accused of being jealous of things. And I'm like, I'm really actually not that jealous of that. But like, I do get jealous of things. I think men are not called out on being jealous of things enough. They're because not. Because there was, I, there was like a guy, there's like a, a, a friend in our friend group and he's really hot. Um, and when my husband met him, he was like, I don't like him. And I was like, oh, okay. And it, I was like, "Cause yeah, because you know that I think he's hot. And he's like, no, just like his vibe. And it's like, okay, sure, <laughs> sure, sure. Yep, just his vibe. Just his vibe of being really fucking hot is what you don't like.
0: It is so weird <laughs> because... I can have conversations with my husband where I'm like, oh, yeah, she's hot. And he'll agree. He'll be like, yeah, she's hot. And then I'll be like, wait, but she's not hotter than me, right? And then he gets all weird about it. Like, you're the one who brought up that she was hot. And I was like, okay, well, we agreed on it. So we were having a conversation about it. But whenever I say that a man is hot, he's like, yeah, but he's a douche.
1: Oh. (laughs) Yep. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What CJ will do is... (laughs) <laughs> unsolicited the yeah. hottest woman on earth will come on tv and he'll go you're hotter than her and it's like it's a ju- I, he's he says he's being serious it's clearly a joke like he'll be like you're hotter than Charlize Theron and it's like no <sighs> I'm not that's insane CJ and he goes uh yeah you are you're better at stand-up than her and it's like that because that he's like well that's what I think is hot and it's like you don't even know that I'm better at stand-up than her like she may actually be good at stand-up if she tried
0: she might be. She's an excellent performer. And listen, my hair inspiration, if I'm being honest. Um, no, that is it is a thing. Men are not called out on it. And I think that's a perfect way to put it. His vibe. People his are all, oh, yeah, his vibe was Yeah, weird. his vibe
1: is off. <laughs> <laughs> oh, his vibe being 6'3 and fucking jacked. Yeah, his vibe is off. The chart's hot.
0: <laughs> so this is what's happening right now to Jimmy Garoppolo. And it's slander. This quarterback has sustained many injuries. He's always been the bridesmaid. He's never been able to be the bride. Finally, he's going to get his opportunity as he recovers from his shoulder surgery. It looks like it's going to be in Carolina, but before he does so, small man syndrome, Julian Edelman has to rip on him. And I think Julian is a part of the reason why he he left New England too, because Tom obviously He's hot and he's number one. But then Julian's mm-hmm. like, I'm younger and I'm, I'm I'm smaller, so we have a different um cat yeah. we have a different pool of <clears throat> women that we can choose from, although I'm pretty sure they would both do just fine wherever they were. So Jimmy had to go because he was getting the attention. And now they're slandering his name on the way out. I won't stand for this, but I will say one thing. Jimmy G is my hall pass. I've talked about it with my husband before. He said that I could leave him for Jimmy Garoppolo if the ever if the opportunity ever came up. Um, it's never going to come up but I was given permission. I do worry if it were to come up in some alternate reality if Jimmy Garoppolo is soft I don't know if he would fight for our love and that makes me concerned.
1: Or would it be such a sensitive lovemaking session that mm-hmm. you'd be like hall pass I'm staying over here I'm, See, I think I'm, I'm moving just- into this hall.
0: I think I would just totally screw it up because I'd be like, let's watch a White Sox game. And then I'd get so mad that they lose because Jimmy's also a fan. And then I would just be like, you know what? I think it's time for me to go home. I'm depressed.
1: Wow. You, Jimmy, and Obama. What a crew.
0: And Chance the Rapper. And Chance the Rapper. Wow. I wonder if Jimmy's thrown out a first pitch at the White Sox game. I bet. You know,
1: did I tell you my cousin
0: works for the White Sox? Yeah. Can you? We get this going, yeah, Megan, to throw I out can. the first pitch. All I, right.
1: I'm actually close to him.
0: Okay. So I, we'll, I don't.
1: This is what am I doing over here raising my child? It's like I got to get Megan to throw out a pitch.
0: Yeah, that's um, what we're gonna do here. Um, all right. What else is going on in the NFL?
1: Deshaun Watson. We still don't have any news. It was fun. This was like on my Explorer page yesterday. It was um, a Browns fan posting like, how many games do you think he's gonna get? Zero? Two? Six? Twelve? I was like, you think zero's an option? (laughs) Zero's not an option. No.
0: Um, it's not. I think it's going to be... Six would be the low
1: end. If it's six, they're gonna... (laughs) but they they better get the National Guard surrounding their headquarters because six is not going to fly.
0: Oh, absolutely not. But it it wouldn't surprise (coughs) me, six to eight or the season. I think it's one or the other.
1: When are we going to hear?
0: They said it was going on today, right? What's today? Yeah, it's still –
1: I mean, if they were – like if they were operating in the way that they usually operate they'll do it on like Friday they'll have it drop on Friday and then it's a holiday weekend or 4th of July little news dump there but guess what we're gonna be on it we're gonna be on that breaking news we
0: will be on that breaking um
1: in major league baseball Freddie Freeman fired his agents um so I know that Braves fans were terribly upset. I'm I'm good friends with a Braves fan, because they lost him. But mm-hmm. what was the handling that they messed up so badly?
0: With his agents? Yeah. Um, I think it's just contract and money situation. When I was watching Sunday Night Baseball, though, it was Freddie Freeman, obviously a homecoming for him. They all love him in Atlanta. He's a huge mm-hmm. part of that World Series. And he was replaced because they signed Olsen after the Freddie Freeman thing didn't work out. And it was really cool because in extra innings, Freddie Freeman has an amazing play and scores for the Dodgers. And then Matt Olson comes up, and then he has another amazing play. And then he scores For the Braves, so it was cool to see those two go back and forth, and it was like, man... The Spider-Man meme. Yeah, it really was, but um, I think as much as Braves fans are embracing Olsen, they would have rather just kept Freddie Freeman.
1: Of course, but I'm glad that they were nice to him. I, I don't like when fans boo just for the sake of you're not here anymore it's like yeah but a lot of times there wasn't freedom of choice in that well
0: it does depend though like when Brady with Brady we can boo him all day long because there was choice but they still don't sometimes I know it's and we're like boo Uh,
1: um
0: but we talked about this a little bit especially with that game the Braves and the Dodgers two of my favorite teams in baseball right now they're also very hot
1: yeah yeah. So I, um, the, the text thread's is a little dormant right now, but I'm a part of a female text thread that just is to talk about how hot the Dodgers are. Really? Cause it's, uh, yeah. I mean, I think Dave Roberts is hot. Yeah. If he hollered at me, I go, okay, coach I know <laughs> put it's me weird, in,
0: but Bellinger, like <clears throat> he's, he's good looking and I know he always looks stoned, but I'm, I'm into it. I'm, I'm <gasps> very into Cody Bellinger.
1: Well, and so I follow the... Oh, yeah. And I think it's rumored that he lives um, at the Americana. Mm -hmm. Eddie, I don't know if you've ever heard that. the Americana? Americana? So the Americana and the Grove are Rick Caruso, (laughs) the man who's running for mayor, (laughs) who's a billionaire mall developer. Um, The Grove and the Americana are sister malls, and they're outdoor malls in Los Angeles, and they are our cultural epicenter. They are incredible. The Americana... Truly, it brings tears to my eyes. When people come and visit, that's where I take them. It is gorgeous. There's a trolley. At Christmas, you go, I'm sorry, where am I, heaven? Like, Rick Caruso, you killed it with malls. You seem like a shitty politician. So, it is... Where is is the Americano? It's in Glendale. Glendale. So, it's, like, pretty close to me. And, um, And I would honestly move to Glendale just to be closer to it. And there are condos that are above it. And, like, you think oh these can't be that totally expensive you're like at this mall but I guess they are expensive and it is rumored that Cody Bellinger lives there and it like makes me love him so much more because it seems like where a foreign rich person would get tricked into living you know
0: yeah Um, I also am happy in a weird way that malls have made a rebound
1: I love a mall
0: I honestly, after spending seven days in the Mall of America during that Super Bowl in Minnesota, I've struggled with malls ever since. And I thought the pandemic was the end of all malls. So I'm glad that malls in L.A. are still thriving.
1: Megan, we were at the freaking Mall of America the same week Mm -hmm. and we just didn't know it yet. I know. Um, Eddie is now informing me that he used to live across from the Grove. Wow. Big, big, big. So Eddie, Eddie is a West Sider. I'm an East Sider. Um, so the Grove is for him and the Americana is for me. I prefer the Americana, but I think they're both a work of art. If I could be so bold. Um, There was a massive brawl between the Mariners and Angels. I've watched this clip a bunch just to make sure my King Shohei Otani, his face was not hurt. Um, And it, oh boy, it just, at one point, one of the players being held down like he's a baby getting a shot. Like, it's just, it's mayhem. Um, So I have a take on this. The Angels have been...
0: A team that nobody cares about, and it makes no sense. They have Shohei Otani, and they have Mike Trout on their team, two of the best players to ever play baseball. No one's there. No No. one's in Anaheim. And now I know Anaheim's about 30 miles outside of L.A., and I understand that traffic in L.A. is horrific.
1: And we have the Dodgers.
0: Yes, but people should be supporting this Angels team. So I think that this brawl could have been a response to get people interested. They obviously Mm -hmm. fired their manager, Joe Madden, And ever since they fired him, things have been on the right track. White Sox, please take note of that. Um, Anyways, they... Have this brawl where 12 uniformed personnel, I love how they put that, that means, you know, managers and players. Yeah, what are they, security guards? (laughs) Receive 47 game suspension. So there's 47 games that are going to be missed out just based on that little brawl there. I am on to something. I think this is a way to get the people talking about the Angels, to get people in the stands because we love baseball brawls
1: as a society. Yeah. And I honestly, as I'm listening to you, I feel bad. I feel like I'm part of the problem because it's like I moved here and I became a Dodgers fan. And I mean, but the Dodgers stadium is 10 minutes from my house. Yep, I convenient. would love to, I would love to go to an Angels game. I really should. What Anaheim has working against it is that it's where Disneyland is, which is mm-hmm. a great thing, but that means it's pretty like transient, you know, like it's a, It's a hub of tourism, not necessarily like a hub of hundreds of thousands of people living here. Mm -hmm. What they have working for it, though, Megan, is that in Anaheim, there's a little old restaurant called Portillo's okay love portillo's. so a lot of chicago people will go to anaheim to get their portillo's fix Ooh, i'm thinking about a chocolate cake shake right now so you can do sort of like a one two stop you can go to portillo's go see an angels game and be back in la before the clock strikes midnight like cinderella um yeah, CJ used to work with a guy at the NFL who would commute in from Anaheim and would bring Portillo's to the office. And I think he got promoted like, just based on that. Um, what a
0: great coworker. Somebody tried to turn me off at Cake Shakes by telling me that there was mayonnaise inside the chocolate cake at Portillo's. And we don't care. And I did not care one bit. No,
1: it's delicious. What's your order it's... at Portillo's? Are you going hot dog or beef sandwich? You know what's really wild is that uh, my nuclear family, so that's five of us, uh, once we got food poisoning from a Portillo's (gasps) as we were all sharing one Marriott hotel room on Michigan Avenue, five people, one hotel room, food poisoning. We um, puked and shit all over that hotel room. I was a child. (laughs) It's still like burned in my memory. Um, And I, my order that day had been Fettuccine Alfredo, which uh, going in was delicious I gotta tell you
0: that is a classic kid order though, yeah because it's like hey we're at a place that's famous for hot dogs in Italian beef sandwiches and I'm gonna get the fettuccine alfredo yeah my dad still never lets me live it down we went to New York when I was in fifth grade we went to Carnegie Deli and the thing yeah. to get there is the corned beef sandwich and I insisted on having a turkey sandwich and my dad yeah. makes fun of me for it till to this day
1: I used to order a cheeseburger everywhere. And, um, yeah, my brothers still make fun of me. Once this really, I don't even know if I should tell you guys, we were on a cruise, and we could all get one, like, nice souvenir we wanted. And so I got a chocolate replica of the cruise ship. And my brothers kept doing, like, a King Kong, like, I'm Megan, I eat cruise ship. Um, And it hurt me. I mean, this happened... 30 years ago, and I'm still and you talked it up. about it with
0: your the therapist last week. <laughs> yeah. I have body image issues because my brother said I eat cruise ships.
1: So, Megan, when you come to L.A., we'll go to Portillo's. And, and then, then Hooters. We'll go, and then Hooters, <laughs> and then we'll go see Shohei Otani and Mike Trout.
0: And we could talk about how my dad took me to Hooters as a child, <laughs> which is so fucking weird. <laughs> um, okay, in other baseball news, The White Sox are (laughs) annoying, and they finally won last night. Sal and Parlay Kid have been on me about these stupid White Sox. I will say Luis Robert is hot right now. I have a bet in on them today. Um, I also have a bet in on the Baltimore Orioles, who have been hot lately. They've won six of their last ten games. Gambling them. has gotten me back into baseball more than I uh, than I thought I would be this year. Um, the biggest story in baseball this week, though, was that Bryce Harper was hit in the hand and he's having thumb surgery. It's a terrible season for Phillies fans <coughs> because they signed Castellanos and he's terrible and now Harper's out.
1: Yeah, and my beloved Mookie Betts is out with a broken rib, which is, like, very tough to heal. Um, So, baseball, coming up on the all-star break, though, so hopefully these studs, as we call them, can heal up, because... We know sports is better when the stars are in it. Um, and speaking of stars, the winner of the Stanley Cup Finals was the Colorado Avalanche. I became a fan of them just last week. Um, so I am excited. I watched half of you big of- McKinnon fan? Don't even, couldn't name one person on the team, but I watched half of one game, and I tweeted, who should I be rooting for? I like unproblematic hunks, and people directed me to the avalanche, and the coach is hot, too. So, I said, avalanche, I like you.
0: Um, the cup
1: was out...
0: I feel terrible that we waited till the very end of the show to celebrate the Colorado Avalanche winning the Stanley Cup, one of the biggest feats in sports. And I just want to give a shout-out to our producer, Eddie, who tweeted, as soon as the Avalanche won, I can't wait to win this next year with the Rangers, or something along those lines. So, Eddie, we're really pulling for your Rangers to come through next year. But, hey, don't get too excited. I've been telling myself for the last five years that the White Sox were going to win it all in 2020 and 2021, and look where that got me. Miserable.
1: Eddie needs a win, I think the Colts are gonna win the Super Bowl. You know, so delusion is what keeps us going. And that takes us to our final, it's not really a segment, but we're just gonna talk to you about Fourth of July. Because we're gonna be off next week, and I truly think it's probably the best holiday. I'm I with mean, you. This Christmas is great. Thanksgiving. <clears throat> I yeah, I I prefer Fourth of July over Thanksgiving. Thank you. And that is why Megan and Megan are bonded. Um Megan, what are you going to be up to? What are your 4th of July plans this year? But what are your like favorite things to do for 4th of July?
0: I love fireworks. Um, I'm spoiled because uh, the fireworks at U.S. Cellular Field or Comiskey Park or whatever you want to call it these days, Guaranteed Rate Field, are tremendous. They're the type of fireworks that are synced up to music, Ugh. which is my favorite display Of Fireworks. Some people are not as into fireworks. I just don't think that they've seen the high-end shows because the music coordination with the show makes all of the difference. And for me, fireworks are just the cherry on top of a perfect day in July, in the summer. Everyone's off. I love the heat. I love the sun. I love barbecue music. I mean, what more could you ask for on the 4th of July? This year I am actually working on the 4th of July. I'm filling in on Monday Night Raw. So if cool. you're bored, tune in on the USA Network at 8 p.m. Eastern time. It's a three hour show. Goes till 11. And the positive about filling in is that the show is in San Diego and I've never been to San Diego before. So on Sunday, I signed myself up for a private surf lesson.
1: Nice.
0: So I will be doing that Sunday, and then in typical Megan Connolly fashion, I'm running a 10K. No, the morning of July how, 4th. How many miles is that? Six point two. Oh no! Oh, um, no, no the no. winner gets four hundred dollars.
1: So. That's, that's not a lot, <laughs> Megan. That's so I'm going to try to win it
0: and get that oh, four hundred extra
1: bucks. Um, I also love fireworks. I wonder if this is a Midwestern thing. Because I'm from a state where you can buy fireworks at, like, a kindergarten. Like, they do not care. Like, listen, you're not going to be able to get an abortion, but you can get some fireworks. Um, so we grew up just seeing drunk dads and uncles setting off fireworks that they were definitely not trained to be doing um and I grew up on a reservoir and so there would be an incredible massive fireworks show over the water everybody on their boats everybody honking at the end of it doing the boat wave yes of course the finale I just like I truly live for fireworks um Eddie can attest to this, L.A. loves fireworks, especially Northeast Los Angeles. And it's really funny because white people have gentrified this area and then are like, why are there so many fireworks? And to them I say, fuck off, okay? (laughs) Let me have my fireworks. And the thing is it's not Megan's. It's not white Megan's putting off the fireworks. I know are people putting this in like the ring
0: chat, you know, the ring app and they Oh yeah.
1: Oh yeah yeah yeah. And L- and fireworks season in LA starts maybe in March and goes until October. And so they'll just be random fireworks all the time. That and I was do the have neighborhood a
0: neighborhood I lived in in Boston. Fireworks yeah. nonstop.
1: I do have a newborn baby, and maybe it'll start to bother me, but we don't have a dog. And so it's a lot of dog people. And it's like, you got to give them, you got to get them the thunder jacket. I don't know what to tell you. This is, mm-hmm. you move to a neighborhood that's traditionally Mexican, okay? We love fireworks. Uh, and I say we, because I've been adopted by the Mexican culture for loving fireworks. Um, so this year, my family will be in town. Last year, I also got to spend it with my family. We're going to be cooking out um we're gonna be at an airbnb that has like an outdoor kitchen outdoor tv pool big yard um my dad's gonna be making ribs brats and hot dogs i love brats brats are so underrated they're so good um and we of course like i think we boil them and then grill them you know like boil them in beer grill them Mm -hmm. you got to do the whole process i love um I love the desserts of 4th of July. I love a fruit pizza. I love when you make an American flag on something. I love Cool Whip. And Cool Whip is a very 4th of July thing. Cool Whip is delicious. I know where I have an apple pie and a marble pound cake ordered already. Mm. So, S'more. Is the night going to end with S'mores there probably be some more. There are fire pits. There are fire pits. Um, so I'm pretty excited. I know my mom has matching outfits for all of her grandkids to be wearing. It's going to be my little baby's first time trying to pool. We'll see. I think it'll just be his little toes for now. But I've got so many little swimmy outfits for him. I got a Fourth of July outfit for him. I mean, I am fucking pumped.
0: Did you go to Old Navy and get the Old Navy Fourth of July shirt?
1: I don't know what my mom got. I'm guessing she probably got Ralph Lauren.
0: <laughs> I think the 4th of July keeps Old Navy in business.
1: Yeah. The, and those flip flops.
0: Yes. The, oh, I remember just getting the yeah. 4th of July shirt. But 4th of <clears throat> July is the best holiday for family because I feel like it's more laid back. Whereas Thanksgiving, you have the uncomfortable conversations at and you're the stuck inside. Table. Yeah, 4th of July, everybody is much more easygoing. People are yeah. getting along. There are no, there's no family drama. I am a little bummed because I typically, I hate even saying this, sounds so pretentious, but... When I interned down on Cape Cod, we'd spend 4th of July on Cape Cod because I lived there because I was interning there. Nice. And then I ended up living in Boston, and my husband's grandparents have a place on Cape Cod oh, wow. that we would always go to every 4th of July. It's walking distance from the beach. And I got so spoiled. It's really yeah. one of the best places to be, especially on a holiday like the 4th of July. And I will not be there. It's my second year in a row missing out, and it is just... That is the only time I really miss home is July.
1: Mm. I do worry. Now that I'm sitting here thinking about this, I do worry about L.A. catching on fire. It's pretty dry there. Oh, it's very dry. And it's doesn't stop people um and then I'm also going to a Dodgers game it'll be my first Dodgers game of the season because I've been hugely pregnant and then had a baby and my whole family is going we are taking Conrad him and I have matching Mookie Betts jerseys are we doing the big headphones um, I feel like I do need to get the big headphones. And I just think they look cute. That's they're why. really, really cute and funny. And it is also Filipino Heritage Night when we are going. And so it's going to be all Filipino people and then my Irish family. And they're going to be playing the Cubs. So, okay. Megan, you can even be rooting for the Dodgers oh, on July 6th. Oh, I will be July rooting 6. for the Dodgers.
0: They're, they're fun. They're hot. And... I always root for them against the Cubs. But no, I'm excited that your family is going to meet baby Conrad. I don't know your son yet, but you send me pictures all the time and I screenshot them. Um, for no reason except that I think he's adorable. Like the one you posted recently with the with the hat, this little guy. Yeah. This is my my favorite. Your baby really is beautiful and looks looks like you. I see more of you in him. Crazy. I know. And I thought there was going to be Who knew Irish genes
1: were strong?
0: I kind of, I know this, I don't know if this is an offensive thing to say, but I think he has your eyes and CJ's eyes at the same time.
1: Yeah, how, how do you, how, how do you have Irish eyes and Filipino eyes?
0: Because I look at him, I go, he has Megan's eyes. I'm like, but he has Filipino eyes. How does that work?
1: He's, um, he's a mixture Eddie, do you have any fun plans for the Fourth?
2: Uh, I'm traveling home. Uh, I expect to just be in my pool from the little, like the minute I land, all the way until when I have like an obligation. I have like a wedding later that week. That's it. I'm gonna be in the pool. Nice. I'm gonna barbecue. Uh, my brother has a smoker, so I'm hoping he does some cool <gasps> stuff. Maybe some like brisket, prime rib, mm. something like that. Mm. Obviously, gonna do the hot dogs, hamburgers, uh, which I don't eat many hot dogs. Like, I, since I moved Ooh. to LA, I don't have like a large grill set up, so I'm not just like smoking wieners every night. I'm just uh, so I'm excited for that. <laughs> Uh, it's the first time i will be home in quite a while without work obligations and when like the weather is nice and uh, so that's, that's gonna be pretty good, pretty pretty fun.
0: Staten awesome. Island ain't ready for Eddie.
2: No, oh, I am I'm, I'm I mean Island's going like see much of me because I'm I'm like literally gonna be laying on pool for as long as I possibly can. I'm I'm very excited for this.
1: Um, I'm hoping um, to to get a viewing of The Sandlot in. I love the 4th of July scene in The Sandlot. It's like so feel good, so fun. And The Sandlot's one of my favorite movies. And I hope I get to watch it with my nieces and nephew.
0: It's a classic. And I hope kids still like that movie.
1: I think so. Yeah, they puke everywhere. They're like, yeah, yeah, it's funny. They make out with the lifeguard. That feels fun. Oh, before
0: we go, since we're on the topic of movies, I watched the Giannis movie last night okay. on the planet. rise. It's on Disney Plus. It is a kids movie. I just need to preface it with that. But I'm so excited to have kids and show them the Giannis movie because oh, we do have some breaking news. I'll get to as soon as I'm done with Giannis. Um, I'm so excited to have kids to show them the Giannis movie because I think they're going to be like, "Mom, can we go on a trip to Milwaukee?" And I'll be like, "Yeah, yeah, we can." But you're going to say
1: Athens? <laughs> oh, they might
0: they might want to go to Greece too after this movie. It's beautiful. I cried several times. Um, I also was very delayed and emotional, so that could have played a role. Yeah, but. Watch the Giannis movie with your nieces, especially because okay. they're from Milwaukee. So maybe that will make them
1: become true. Fans. True. And as um, Eddie just let us know, he um, James Harden has opted out of his 76ers contract, but intends to resign. He wants to restructure the deal to make it more cap friendly to bring in new players. The right, 76ers, they, they want it. They want it. There you have it, Philly. Some good news for
0: you. Bryce is out, but you know, you still got James Harden on a deal. So this is good for Philly fans.
1: Um, as Megan said at the top of the show, we are going to be off next week celebrating. And you know, one of the, my favorite Twitter handles I follow is America is musty and this country is pissing me off right now. But, um, we're going to be spending some time with our families. Megan's going to be running and trying to win $400. And, and surfing.
0: You, don't forget surfing. And surfing.
1: And surfing. If you win the, that $400, I want you to put it all towards sports betting.
0: I will. Okay, I, great. I, I will do that. I'm going to put it on every team except the White Sox. And then I should okay. make it back double.
1: All right. Have a great holiday weekend. Stay safe and try and be nice. Yeah, just
0: Just be nice. We will see you guys after the 4th.